Well, we're back, baby. Greetings and salutations, everyone, one and all, to another episode of Career Perspectives right here on the Super Show Network. I'm joined by my two incredible friends, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up? Yes. Yo, we're back. back. Ready yes. to review. Ready to review. Ready to review. So I want to just say from the very top of the show, uh, we are. I, I have been tied up. I said this on our other my other show that I do, Mixed Bag. Um, but my... We haven't done this in about a month. It's been a very hectic month for me and whatnot. And uh, for Kyle as well. First things first, this guy down here, Kyle Q, is, is now officially married. He's, he's officially a husband. Woo! We're going to give him a nice round of applause for that. The wedding yeah. was great. It was awesome. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for inviting us too, man. Of course. It was a good time. Mosh pits. We're going to cut. We're going to, yeah, we're going to cut to highlights of the wedding uh, at the end of the video. Yeah, Stay tuned. JT, for better, better get your uh, video editing back on. <laughs> oh yeah, so and multiple people are going to share the screen. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, but uh, it was a it was an incredible wedding. We had a fun time seeing uh this uh, Kyle and his now wife Christina get married. It was a great time we had by all. But we are back here on with crew perspectives, talking about asking Alexandria. Where do we go from here? Their most recent release. For those of you who have, have been around for a block with us for a while now, we did a career discography breakdown of them. Back in November of 2022 for Kyle's birthday. So but we're going to get into it now. We're going to talk about their latest release. Uh, where do we go from here? So um, in true home metal core fashion, I'm going to start this one off tonight. Uh, as, we always, as we always do whenever we do a crazy metal core album. Uh, yes, we would <laughs> not have it any other way with me just leading us off tonight with talking about and that'll court album, which is uh, we all know is my favorite thing in the world to talk about. Mike's so happy right now. He's like, I'm so excited to <laughs> yeah, see. You. I know. I love here. seeing you tortured. I mean, you challenged by this <laughs> musical genre, and I just want to see what you got to say. So that fully yeah, hey, you know, all, great, all things considered, there's not much screaming on this one. So who knows? Hey, might bro. Today. you know, Fair it's enough. funny you guys say that because when, <laughs> when I first when we first agreed to do this back when, when it first came out, it was back in what? It came out what? in August. Of this uh, August, yeah. August 25th, it came out this year. And first things first, I was like, all right. We listened to the, their whole career, other, all their albums beforehand. Going into it, I was like, I kinda, I'm not sure what to expect. It could be something. It could be like, like a house on fire. It could be like stand up and scream. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. But I... I have to say, this was, and I try no no no. Actually, I really enjoyed this one. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I actually had a really good time with this. Um, the past few weeks, I've been listening to it uh, several times over just to refresh my memory, just to soak in this this the songs, soak in the in the music, and really come to terms with what uh, who asking Alexander is as a band in 2023 and moving forward. Um, this was, uh, I'm going to get into my track list in a second. I just want to say like, I, there was less screams on here, which actually was a bit of a, a, jo- a joyful thing for me. <laughs> for me uh, more than their last two. Yes. Yes. No, you're absolutely right though. Yes. I will say that. Yeah. There was, there was, there was more than last time, but uh, at first I was like, all right, it, it sounds like some of the previous, it, it's still the same band and whatnot, but at the same time, it was a fresh new take. I enjoyed everything. For the most part of what I heard, I mean, there was a couple, a couple tracks I went back to more than more instead of just instead of just listening to the album from start to finish, I started to go back to certain tracks more and more as time went on. I, and 
this just comes as a surprise. The title track is phenomenal. I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. We're okay, back. Okay. And... Well, I, I don't disagree with him this time, Mike. Okay. <laughs> I'll <fall> off this <laughs> time. But I, mean, I was at the title track was enjoyable for me. And I, I do go back to that quite a bit sometimes. But I'll, let me just go through my track list in here for a minute here. Uh, we got Bad Blood, Things Could Be Different, Let Go, Psycho. I'll get to that in a second, too. Dark Void, Nothing Left, Feel, Let the Dead Take Me, Kill It With Fire, Holding On to Something More. And where do we go from here? Right off the bat, the two strongest ones that I, I've gone back to more than I thought. And I, you, you both should be very proud of me. I added seven to some of my playlists. I'm, I'm, round of applause. Hey. Right? Hey. hey. Yes, yes, yes. Psycho is great. I really enjoy that track a lot, actually. More than I thought I would. It grew in me the past few weeks, which I was really happy about. And, Number uh, one on the rock charts. Is it really right now? Uh, yeah, recently hit that. Nice. Well, there you oh. go. It shows you something right there. Um, and and the title track, of course, if you listen to us any period of time, the title track, I'm a title track sucker. I love me <laughs> a good title track. Um, but where do we go from here? It just There's something about like, when, when I first saw the title, where do we go from here? The, and I noticed it was the last track. I was like, all right, they're probably going to end on like a really bombastic, super hardcore metalcore note. But we didn't get that with that last track there. We actually got, we started with an acoustic guitar and it slowly built up towards the end of the song as a, a big finale, if you will, to the record. And that was something that actually really, the more I listened to it, the more I listened to it, the more I realized, you know, this is a, <laughs> It's got some really good stuff in there. Obviously, Psycho is one of them, of course. But my other my other standout track, hands down, is Where Do We Go From Here? That's there's I like it. I've always been a fan of when albums end their record on like a really strong note. Like it might start off slow, it might start off on acoustic guitar or piano, or whatever, but it ended on such a incredible like note, literally, just of like that build up towards the end. It was just so great. And I really did like I really did enjoy. Where do we go from the title track? But I, I I I can't shy away from Psycho. Psycho was just a a, a, a rocking song, man. It was so great. I I went back to that more and more as time went on. So, and it was like, and this is kind of the if those of you who remember our breakdown that we did back in November of 2022, this was a band that I first was like, I I I watched our reaction to it because I, I cut up our show into segments on YouTube and whatnot of uh, individual segments of our show on YouTube. And you, you know you don't you can you don't have to just watch us for an hour and twenty minutes. You can actually watch us for like seven or eight minutes to just talk about one album or one cut of something. So I do that for a lot of our shows. Uh, it's a lot of work, but I do it. And um, I remember watching just before we started, just just refresh my memory a little bit about how I felt about this band uh, going into our stream tonight i was like i wanted to see where i was a year ago and now like 11 months later i'm like oh my god you know i i really did not like stand up and scream at all i was i was (laughs) i was like tremoring on camera i remember i was like i couldn't stop laughing and i was so like i can't believe a human being can make a noise like this you know like i was going crazy but you you liked it more than you liked uh, bring me the horizons counter blessings though that's for sure yes that is that (laughs) that's not good let's not go there Let's not go there. That was that was a very uh a very mixed feeling right there. Um no, but this one though, I did feel really good about this record. This was actually and the critic reviews have been jumping off the page a little bit more for me. I, I read it through a couple critic reviews of it as well. But overall, it's a very solid record. It's 
it is less screaming as Kyle said at the top of the show. It is less screaming than I thought they would have being that they're like, you know, they're asking Alexander, they're a huge metal core band. They're a big death core band, whatever. But the more I listened to it, I was like, yeah, this actually got some really good stuff on it. I'm really glad that I was able to listen to it all the way through a couple, several times over. And the, the more the times I listened to it, the more tracks I got, it was psycho. I kept going back to psycho and I kept going back to the title track and just, just really solid metal songs that I would go back to. And I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I guess I got two good friends of mine who are not here on, on our podcast tonight, but they saw uh, Asking Alexandria open up for a, a Mongolian death metal band called The Who. Not The Who, oh, yeah, WHO. The latest uh, co-headliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They oh. saw them actually at Terminal 5 down in the city, in New York City, and they, they opened up for them. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I would go see them. I, it, it, I'm not. I'm, I'm on the fence. I, g- give me some time, but I have to see, of course. Uh, but Mike did promise me that I w- he would take me to he would drag me to a metal show at some point. So that's on the radar at some point. But overall, really solid album. I enjoyed what I heard more than I thought I would. Because going going into it, I was like, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm not sure what, if it's going to be good or not. This is a very solid record. I'm actually going to go with a I originally I had like a six at six point five out of um ten. I'm actually going a tad bit higher. I'm going to a six point eight five. Out of 10, there were some things I liked, but there's the reason why it's a lower than I thought it was going to be was because I still have not, I, I, I have not listened to them since we did our discography breakdown 11 months ago. I have not really listened to them that much since then, but this is a nice refresher of the genre, a nice refresher of them as a band. And I have to say, I, I, for 39 minutes of being entertained, I had a good time. So, got to admit, it was a, yeah, it's, Screw it. We're going up this time. Seven out of ten. We're going with seven out of ten right there. Sorry, I had to bump it up a little more. I'm feeling pretty good today. Feeling pretty good. <laughs> seven out of ten for me. For where do we go from here? From asking Alexandria. That is my rating. That is my breakdown of my track listening. So, who wants to go next? I can't take anyone. Away from here. Yeah. What's that? I'll Are take you it away from here. Yeah. All right. Okay, right, man. Go for it. Go. Ow. Hit my leg against my desk. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Going into this one was interesting for me because the the way that they marketed this one, for anyone that doesn't follow them, uh, they're nowhere near as big as they were in their peak. That's for sure. Uh, this album, I think, only sold about 2,000 or so in the first week sales, which if you compare that to their other albums, years ago, they used to chart on the Billboard Top 100. You know, you got big decline in popularity there, but they've remained one of my favorites. But they were teasing this one going into it as this album is for the fans of us, our longtime fans that can have heavy stuff in there. I didn't fall for that. I I knew they weren't going to go back to what they did. What I didn't expect, though, was for it to be such a step up from the last two records. So Like a House on Fire, as much as I'm a bit of a defender for that album, I still to this day think that the main issue with that is that it was too bloated. So the mediocre to bad songs really weighed down the good ones. Then the one after that was just a bit generic. This one, huge step up. This should have been what preceded those two. And then I feel like the change, the transition into what those two other albums were would have been a little bit less jarring. Best produced record they've had in a while. The production on this is awesome. Uh, JT, go back to that track list. There's a lot of just straight 10 out of 10s for me on this one, to be honest. Uh, Bad Blood, incredible way to kick off the album. Really energetic. 
can see that one going over really well live. Things could be different. Also a straight 10 out of 10 from me. Only critique, if any, but it's nothing against the song itself, is it does sound a little bit similar to um, one of the songs from their last album. The name is escaping me right now, and I don't know why. I'll have to look it up later. Uh, but similar sound to it, uh, but it's very, really great. Where I deviate from some people here is on Let Go. This is my least favorite on the album. It's still a good song. This is still a 7 out of 10 for me. I don't think there's a single bad song on this record. This one's just not the greatest. It has potential, but I feel like it never hits the strides it's going for. And then we get into Psycho which I guess I also deviate from people on a bit and that it's not one of my favorites on the record. I think it's still well done. Uh, and when I say not favorites, it's still like eight or nine territory here. I don't, again, there's not a single mediocre to bad song on here. I don't think, but it has, this is, and this is, I'm kind of shocked JT that you like this one so much because I remember you did not like, like a house on fire. And this, this song has that album written all over it you could place this anywhere on that record and it would fit right in uh Mm. right down to like some hip-hop like in like hip-hop style like trap beats in the uh some of the verses there not too heavily but it's definitely there uh like i said it's another number one mainstream rock song for them which is great love that for them hopefully it'll give them an uptick uh for the next record whenever that comes i know they're already starting to work on it dark void you know lead single here when i first heard this it was sitting at like an eight or a nine but the more i heard it the more i liked it this is another straight 10 out of 10 here uh really love the breakdown in there love what they did with the chorus um really great track really good lead single i think is the best lead single that i've had in a while nothing left another 10 out of 10 love the breakdown that kind of sneaks in at the end there And that's one thing I really like about the record in general is every time they have a breakdown, it's not necessarily a by the books. Like you feel it coming. Okay, here's the breakdown. It kind of sneaks up and it comes in at the end. And I actually really like that. It's if you compare it to like stand up and scream where it's like, okay, here's where the breakdown comes in. You know, it's coming in a lot of these tracks. You're like, this song's not going to have a breakdown. And at the end, they're like, actually, no, here's a little bit of breakdown for you. It's not going to be anything too crazy but it's enough to kind of get 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 your fix of that little metalcore essence that they did bring back a little bit. I still don't know if I would consider this a straight metalcore record. Uh, it's probably still more hard rock leaning than anything, which brings me into feel. Second least favorite track on the record, 8 out of 10. Um, it's not bad. 8 out of 10 is your secondly. Yeah. Uh, boy, yeah. you're being I, hard I, on I this. I really love this album. <laughs> this is my... <laughs> this is my album of the year so far. There is one that came out recently that might top this, but I'll keep that. I'll keep that a surprise, but we'll see. Um, I've only had a little bit of time to sit with that one, but yeah, after having about what's it been two months, almost three months now to sit with this one, it hasn't gone down in its rankings. It's stayed pretty much on top there. Let the dead take me. One of my favorite songs they've done in a while. Because it goes away from that straight, uh, like mainstream rock sound, 
but also not directly into that metalcore sound either. Kind of has like this creepy circus vibe going on. Really dig that. Kill it with fire. Not an S Alexandria song. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a weird addition. I really do like the hardcore, uh, the hardcore influence on that one though. I'm curious to see what Mike has to say on that. But that is interesting to me because he Ben Bruce, the guitarist, had a side project that was supposed to come out years ago. I think like pre-COVID times or like right around that time. That was supposed to be a punk band with Matt Good called Kill It With Fire. So considering it's Ben Bruce also on the vocals, which to me is the only thing that brings it down, is if you put Danny on that song and had him do like screaming or like his low growls on there, I think it would have been elevated more. It's just a little bit jarring in context of the album where it is. Holding on to something more, best chorus on the album. That chorus is absolutely massive. Uh, It's an emotional track, really good. And then to round out the album with where do we go from here? If if I'm going to be honest, if they keep up this style, probably up. I think one of the main reasons this album didn't sell well is the failure of the last two and then the uh, horrendous promotion from, uh, I think they're on Better Noise Records, something like that. JT, you want to check that up there? It says, yeah, Better Noise. Terrible. If you were not a follower of this band, you would not have known this was coming out. Whereas back when they were on Sumerian, which you can say all you want about how terrible they were, that Sumerian is not a great label. They did ask alexandria pretty dirty quite a lot but you know they were all over the place then now like like i said if you didn't follow them actively can guarantee you mike i bet you jt i doubt would because he doesn't follow like the metalcore pages or anything but mike can you honestly say you saw any advertisement for this record no outside of me saying it exactly Which is a shame, because I think that out of the things that they've done in recent years, this tops it. Would I put it in line with their best three albums, those first three? They had those first three albums is one of the best three runs of any metalcore band that I'm a fan of. Like they were just top tier albums. Uh, I didn't see a lot of like YouTube reactions to it either or like anything like that. I don't know. Um, Generally see like Facebook ads or YouTube reactions or, you know. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I think Nick Nocturnal did one for Dark Void. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was that into it, which is fine. But I think, again, when I watched his video, a lot of it came down to the way that the band tried to market it as, because when they teased that song, they teased just part of the breakdown. And they were like, here, get ready for the heavy stuff. And then nothing on here was really that heavy, which to me is fine. I don't need something to be heavy. I just need it to be well-written and good. And I think that's what we got here. But yeah, that that uh, final track, super emotional track. I love how it just kind of builds toward that big bombastic ending there. Very well done. Uh, looking forward to what they're going to do next. I uh, gave this one probably 9.25 out of 10 total. Love this record. Album of the year so far. It all comes down to Mike. <laughs> Why does it always come down to Mike? Jeez. Oh yeah, where do I where do I go from here? Um, is the question. Uh, yeah. So to a ten um, out of ten. 
you shut your mouth. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's never, it's not a surprise or a shock that I've never been a fan of asking Alexandria, you know, um, where they're not obviously the worst uh, band out there. They're, you know, they've also never, in my opinion, have breached that kind of wall between um, a band who I feel has a certain distinctive style that um no other band has pretty much done before or at least become the pioneers of it they've definitely i cannot deny i will argue that for the their original stuff that first album the amount of copycat bands that that spawned so if you didn't follow them right from the beginning i could see why you would feel that way Mm -hmm. but they were kind of the pioneers of that that style yeah which maybe i like the people that took from their style and left everything else <laughs> yeah. i mean i have to uh i could be guilty of that so uh kind of coming into this i definitely didn't have the highest of expectations and um you know it, i definitely was met with an interesting kind of um conundrum it was just unsure of which direction they want to um they're going in the heavier direction the more popular direction uh you know how they're mixing it all together and how if if it if it's mixed together well and that's the big question there so um just going straight down the line we got bad blood coming in at six out of ten uh i didn't really like the blast beats going on in here i felt they were out of place um i thought they were interesting but also just out of place and um i also feel like one big theme that happens over this whole album and it happens with their the last three albums of their of their discography is is his singing does not fit in with this style of of harder rock it feels attached to kind of the pop world and leaving behind some of the the vocal stylings that people in the hard rock genre you know the style of vocals they use um leaving behind those things which could come off as like a a pretty progressive or like maybe out of place thing that could kind of challenge the listener but in a lot of ways it feels like it's still holding on to some of the the typical um vocal kind of offering that you hear in the pop world and it just for me it leaves me a little disjointed with um a rock a hard rock album so that definitely sat with me on bad blood but not a not a terrible song just um it definitely kind of set me up for what was to come next so but then i'm i'm meet, i'm met with like one of the second best songs on this album in my opinion which was things could be different um you guys said i said 7.5 i could even go eight depending uh i'm gonna stay with a 7.5 for now i really like the heaviness of the song I really like the kind of um, the beat of this song. And that's another number, another number two issue with this album is this album, this, these, the songs of this album refuse to change their beat. Like we don't get any thrashy kind of songs. We don't get any kind of like, uh, you know, they're all, they all stay within a certain groove. They stay in the comfort uh, zone. They definitely don't try anything uh, dangerous. Um, and that can be a 
a bad thing for this album and they kind of all do the same thing and this was one of those kind of songs that i felt you know things could be different had a uh a different kind of thing going on <laughs> things could be different um you know i really Real like quick, the change I, I remember yeah. i just looked at the track list from the last album things could be different sounds incredibly like never gonna learn from see what's on mm. the inside very similar I'm gonna have to look back in that and uh, check on check in on that. That's interesting. I'm curious if that um, you'll have to let me know separately if that influences your take on the song at all because they're no, very I'm similar. I'm actually gonna have to check that out now. Um, you know, this album suffers from a lack of song development and in, in in a lot of uh, areas, but it also doesn't completely leave itself uh, empty on the front end. So it builds that song, but it doesn't know how to to close the deal so it's openings and it starts are good it's just like yeah where do we go from here uh, so uh yeah then we move on to let go um i could agree with you that this song is pretty run-of-the-mill i do like the atmospheric quality of it i do like the the flowing kind of like spacey feel i am a sucker for spacey atmospheric songs uh on albums they're kind of a guilty pleasure i don't necessarily wave them as a flag like hey this is a great song i i almost put them in a category of if i'm driving and i'm in a place where i'm kind of just letting my mind drift <laughs> so to speak this song fits in with that which sounds like a terrible compliment. Hey, if you're not thinking of anything and you don't pay attention, this is a great song. No, that's a terrible, a terrible uh, way to say a song is good. But it, it does have a very kind of atmospheric and, you know, um, that kind of a, a style to it. And wherein that is good, it doesn't have much else in it. It's just like a skeleton with no flesh on it. So I give it a five out of 10 straight down the middle. Like, don't hate it, don't love it. And then we move on to my least favorite song on the album. JT and Kyle could probably have predicted this uh, is Psycho. Sorry, JT. I know you were big on this one, but uh, it's I'm astounded just... that this is your least favorite, Mike. No <laughs> Even actually, I am astounded. It's actually not my least. It's not my least favorite, uh, but it's it's uh, I'm sorry. It's my second least favorite. I'll get into oh, okay. my least favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, three out of five. This is Justin Timberlake on metal. I'm sorry. The hip hop breaks are just jarring. The it doesn't flow. It feels out of. It, it feel they do this stop go thing like where the beats are like. It almost reminds me of a club song, but like a bad club song. But like you know, just I ugh, I don't like the layering of the vocals. Like it's just trying to be something that doesn't work for this album. So. And I just hate the uh, lyrics um, overall. It's just, yeah, three out of five, uh, 3.5 out of 10. Um, yeah, moving on from that one. So uh, then we go to Dark Void. This is the song I actually listened to originally and liked a lot more. And then as I listened to it, I started liking it less and less. It actually did not grow on me. Um, started to sound the same. Started like uh, hard to keep interest in the, the song. And uh it felt very generic, boring, underwhelming chorus. Overall, I was just, I remember listening to this in the car with Kyle, actually, and going, wow, like, I think I gave it like a 7.5 out of 10. And then, like, as I listened to it a second time, it was like six, and then it was five, and it kind of settled there. Um, you know, just kind of like, don't love it, don't hate it. Um, yeah, it's just a void. It's a dark void. 
Um, so kind of moving on through to let nothing left five out of 10. I, I'm, I'm settling in that number. It feels like I, I, when I'm listening to it, I just don't like, dislike it, but also I'm like, you know, waiting for the next part. Um, just uninteresting chorus here as, as well. Um, starting to just blend together, like same kind of thing. Uh, then you go back to feel, uh, this one was repetitive for me. It didn't flow with its hard parts. It kind of suffered from that. Um, and that was kind of where I came in with the, this band is not committing to one side or the other. They're trying to to appeal or appease their fan base with a, some hard kind of offering, but it feels like an afterthought. It doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel sincere. It feels like, hey, hey, guys, we're doing one for the fans and we're going to go hard again so that you... That sounds horrible. Uh, and know. basically... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. And that's uh, pretty much what they did, into, though. Our show just went into a strange direction, but... Um, uh, that's yeah, what like, she said. Yeah, it's hey. Supposed, walk, this walk, supposed walk, to encapsulate every era of the band was what they were going yeah. for. And that's what exactly it. It feels too aware of itself. It feels like someone who sat down and went, all right, so we got to do this and we got to do that. And we got to do this. And we gotta. it didn't feel like, hey, we're just going to let it rip. Boom. And what happens, happens. And however, what's happening in here is, is going on out here. Like, no, it felt too like uh, rock by the numbers in a lot of ways. And uh, that is it's a it, it can really be exposed by um, the how little it does the thing that it's trying to do instead of just doing it to um it's content it's just felt like uh, turn on turn off here's your pop here's your, you know so uh yeah just moving on to let the dead take me this one was strange uh four out of ten the la la la's in the background the weird kind of uh just felt like they were going in a different direction of maturity here like almost like how long have you been a band and like you're putting out a weird song like this it's just like weird I, and i just don't understand uh sometimes the weird songs uh towards the end of albums and uh, that leads me into my least favorite song of the album is kill it with fire and the reason why it's my least favorite song is because it feel it's it, it's a it's one of those songs a band does they're having fun and they're like hey let's put out a minute long song which most punk punk songs are a minute uh and a half um to two minutes tops let's be honest and the ones that are longer are are influenced by many other genres of music the ones that are a minute are are purposefully quick and they're purposefully uh crude and like while i do think that's cool this one felt like hey we're like gonna put out a song that's just gonna be uh screaming and shrieking and and awful and we're edgy and you know kill it with fire and like now while if it's an homage to a band the guy had that doesn't uh kind of involve me and like the fans get the nod i don't get the nod because i'm not aware of the history of the band i just hear it as like hey we're trying to kind of come off as like uh off the wall and unpredictable and and while they're trying to do that it just comes to me as like just cringy <laughs> so yeah two out of ten for that one um hold on holding on to something more that's not it was an okay song it was one of the better songs of the whole album alongside bad blood chorus was you know like i agree with kyle chorus was was uh good and it um it helped this song for sure if there's anything i am it's a huge fan of choruses 
and a and a uh, album that has underwhelming choruses can be an absolute destroyer destroyer for me unfortunately uh and this one uh did not um did not disappoint but it also didn't blow me away 6.5 out of 10 possibly seven uh like i said i'm only reviewing this album with a short period of time and when i say short period of time i don't mean hey i listened to it for three months my idea of listening to an album and truly gaining perspective on it is listening to the album for years and years and years unfortunately that's where i'm at i may not truly understand an album until it could be three years um that's just how music is it takes time to really to truly understand um and then we get into my most favorite song on the album is where do we go from here i am a title track guy here this is a uh. this is a great <laughs> This is what they should be doing. And as much as I don't like the quieter style, I feel that their songwriting here, their attention to the details and the nuances of the song come into play here. Great transitions. I like how it builds. Just like Kyle said, I like how it builds from the quiet to the rock. And it all brings it back in. Uh, the lyrics are are uh, are very... Um, they're meaningful. It is a good effort. And that's another major thing that annoys me about this album. Is this guy does not know how to swear effectively. He he just throws swear words out there as many times as he can in a row. And it just comes off dumb. And I that's Kyle knows me on that. Like, I do not like bands who just like there's only one band that can get away with that is Slipknot. They curse uh like very uh like almost like in a rapping style and it works for them. But when I hear a band, another band try to pull that off, they better do it great or I am just shutting this thing down. And this guy does not know how to swear as an emphasis. He's just swearing for the sake of swearing. So, um, so to wrap it all up, where do we go from here? Is this a question the band is asking itself in regards to its musical style, its passion, or perhaps the direction of the music scene? In a lot of ways, it feels uncommitted to the harder style that they're holding on to. And at this point, feels like nostalgia rather than expansion and incorporation into their evolving sound. Clocking in at a just shy of an anemic 40 minutes, I thought the album just brought, like blazed by for me. It, I, at times, I was just like, oh, it's over already? Because a lot of the songs sounded the same. And when they did change up, I was like, oh, wow. I'm aware of the album happening again, but once it started sounding the same, it all breathes by very quickly. Um, yeah, they didn't change direction uh, beat-wise very much. Um, and in just overall, it even those choruses that we all look forward to couldn't kind of lead the song or salvage the journey it took to get there. Sometimes it's like, hey, how did I get to this this great chorus? Was it worth that journey and sometimes it just wasn't so um yeah so and another thing i also just was kind of bugged by was the guitar seemed uh droney at times they didn't have that metallic sharpness um i prefer in like a riffing on an album very kind of um background kind of drone feel to them and that kind of stuff it feels less metal and more rock so I could see the direction that they wanted to go for that. So overall, five out of ten. I was just, I was gonna go four point five out of ten, but I was like, you know what? It's sitting straight down the middle for me. It's a five out of ten. Uh, don't hate it. I don't love it. It's uh, 
one of uh, in my eyes is you could put it in there with any of their um not their their newest albums but like those albums that sat right after they kind of came down off of the mountain peak of of the heavy metal band and into this kind of gray area of rock and pop and you know that they kind of settled into it feels very comfortable um and where do we go from here we'll have to see what's on the on the horizon wow <laughs> that was, I, I, I just want to say Kyle's face the whole through through all of Mike's breakdown was like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> your face was priceless yeah. the whole time I, I break Kyle's heart so many I times that, that I, no 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 I kind of expected it I, me and Mike had discussed this one uh, about a month ago Yes, yes, um, yes. so I kind of expected that what I didn't expect was Mike to be the villain oh, JP <laughs> was going to take that <laughs> Yeah, JT. Gee, sheesh. I mean, I mean, don't make me. I I gotta have some time off from. I have a two weeks vacation as part of my yeah. pension here at the. Uh, well, so you got more show. Than that. Yeah, three or four weeks. Five, seven, seventeen weeks, and oh, uh, I require time off from being a villain, and it's not fair to you know <laughs> have to work on my vacation. So, yeah. Oh my Jeez. god. Jeez. Uh well, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Right. It. That's all we can do. Um, do we spin the wheel or are we not? I don't remember. Do we want to spin the uh, wheel or not? We, Up to you. We can spin the wheel this week, or we can spin the wheel for this week or for next week, and then we'll do the new Blink album the week after that. I was gonna say sure. if we spin the wheel for this week. I am not prepared, man, because I just I mean it's <laughs> we gotta listen. Yeah, he's to like, it. I'm not ready. I'm also not prepared. <laughs> so no, we'll spin the wheel for this for next week. And okay. then the week after that, we'll do the new Blink album that comes out to give right. us oh, about yeah. a week or two to sit with that. Yeah, sure. definitely. So we are so we are spinning the wheel, though, right? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you're ready to share whenever you're ready. Share. Sharing is scaring, my friend. Share. I forgot <laughs> there. what was on the wheel. I thought you were going to say something else for three yeah. seconds. I was like, wait, so you're saying sharing is for holding your bro job? Or whatever? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, Mike. Yes. Oh my that God. I want to say. I just yes. want to say real quick. Yes. We have spun the wheel how many times now? <laughs> all, <laughs> all three of my editions have not been picked. <laughs> the wheel is a cruel mistress, my friend. The wheel, God. Uh, that's so. Funny. Yeah. Those who are listening to us, next week's pick after we spun the wheel. The wheel landed on the Lady Cilo, Killer album. CeeLo Green's Cilo The Green. Lady Killer with yes. Forget You on it. And this this was my pick. So, yeah, surprisingly. People would think, oh, he's not, the middle guy. You better That's not funny. be leading me astray with this. <laughs> well, oh. we'll see. I, I mean, I don't have to be the villain, so I get to take my vacation. So I'm on vacation. It's, it's a point, solid so. 11 out of 10 album right there. For my <laughs> solid 11 out of 10. That's right. That's right. Sheesh. Sheesh. Uh, <laughs> um, well, listen, we want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Uh, don't forget to tune in next week for on Monday because we recorded this on Tuesday this week. Uh, no, because I was in Colorado for a wedding on my birthday, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, so what's your do... eye? Is you're like Rocky Mountain High a little bit. You need to clear I know, it up. I, I, oh, yeah. I was in Colorado where all the weed is. 
good. <laughs> All the mm. weed was at the wedding. No, I'm just kidding. Sheesh. Man, Sheesh. No, but, but for real, <laughs> next week, you heard it here first. You heard it right here. We're going to be reviewing CeeLo Green's The Lady Killer. That was on the wheel. After all this time. So, anyways, we're going to go. Uh, that's going to be our, our show next week. And then after that, we'll do Blink 182. So, it's good to be back once again. I know we've had a busy couple of weeks with the Kyle's wedding and my very sad passing of my grandfather. But we're, we're all back. We're back here again. You know, we're back. Tell a friend, whatever. Sorry, that's terrible. Um, but listen, we want to thank you all for watching, <laughs> listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Sound off in the comments section below. Share us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, or X, whatever it's called. I don't even know. But um, just uh, th- thank you for so much for watching. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, but for all of us here at the Super Future, stay safe, take care, and be awesome. <laughs>